0: Well, welcome everybody. Uh, This special day, we're going to be uh, talking about step six. And so the overarching law, the life recovery law, is willingness will result in growth. And that's very much involved with step six, which is we were entirely ready to have God remove all of these defects of character. So if you'll remember, let's take a little quick trip through the steps. Simplified, of course, but I think it'll make sense to you guys. So step one, we usually have something in our lives that we're powerless over or that at least creates unmanageability. 100% 100% of the time, if you're on this side of heaven, you got something in your life that's creating unmanageability. That's step one. Step two is realizing that God can help us. Now, you can intellectually know that, but we can miss it by six inches and not continually ask him to help us, okay? And this is part of the step six and seven as well. It ties in. Coming to realize that God can help us with our insanity. Now, what is insanity? What do you mean by that? So insanity means that I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. That's what we mean by that. It's not like, you know, you're psychotic or something. It's just it is a little insane to think that way, right? And we all experience that to one degree or another. So step three is turning this stuff over to God. It's surrendering our lives one moment at a time to God so that He can help us, so that He can restore us to sanity. That's what it takes. Because if we're running on self-propulsion, yeah. chances are we're going to run into insane behavior and these unmanageable situations over and over and over again, they're a cycle, aren't they? For all of us. It's not like, you know, one's better than the other. It's just, you know, for some people, it's more of a problem. That's all. This is what all people deal with to, to one degree or another. And like, yeah, like Scott says all the time, he says, you know, if if you're on this side of heaven and you're you're a sinner. You belong in these meetings. You need the 12 steps. And that's a true statement. I truly, truly believe that. And, you know, so many people could be helped by these steps. Um, They would be amazed before they're halfway through, just like us. And so we move on to step four. So we've surrendered our life. And step four is nothing more than introspecting and realizing that You know what? There's been some things that have happened in my life, probably in a cyclical fashion, and they've held me back for far too long. I need to write about, put pencil to paper, pen to paper, and just start writing these situations that caused you to be fearful, resentful, shameful, right? Different things like that that happen in cycles, and they're like, why? Do I keep experiencing this? And sometimes that's trauma because you're triggered by situations and then it brings up the negative emotion. Maybe it's fear or maybe it's shame. And you know, shame is a powerful emotion that manifests itself in several different defense mechanisms. So perfectionism, right? To stave off shame. Right. Arrogance. Arrogance. Once again, preemptively showing people, I'm going to keep these people away and keep this shame away by pretending like I got it all together. Right. Defense mechanism. Right. And you got a multitude of ways in which shame operates. Um, Another one is exhibitionism. You know, I'm going to show everybody how great I am to stave off shame. So, you know, you can see defense mechanisms are really a big part of shame. And we have to get, you know, in touch with this and realize how fear, shame, and resentment has driven our behavior. So that's what we're attempting to do. And the fourth step is write down these situations, okay, and then realize these cycles, and then we'll talk about the fifth step next month which is admitting these things. And that's a whole other set of circumstances, but we're not worried about that right now. Um, So in step six, we're getting ready to change. So what does it take to change, okay? Um, It takes our willingness. A lot of people in Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Al-Anon, different 12-step circles, You'll hear this common statement, you know, if God's willing. God's willing. Are you willing? Are we willing? That's the real question. God wants to help us 100% of the time. We're His children, and He cares deeply about us. It's not that He's trying to be this cosmic killjoy. He's trying to protect us from ourselves most of the time, because we are our worst enemies. It's usually us that creates most of our problems. And invariably in that step four and five, what we realize, even in situations that don't really seem like our fault, at some point we've invariably stepped on the toes of our fellows, which have had a consequence behaviorally from somebody else and we have to take responsibility for that and then so after the fifth step and confessing these things to another human being and god and yourself and this is not for forgiveness of sins it's for healing like james five sixteen says confess your sins to one another and you will be healed that's what it's for jesus christ has done all the heavy lifting He's died on the Christ. He's shed his blood. He has taken the stripes to heal us. And what I mean by that is emotionally. He has paid the price to restore our relationship with God. That is the biggest healing that could ever occur on planet Earth. Because let's face it, whether it be in this life or the next, as a believer, we are healed. But we don't know if it'll be in this life or the next because it is one continuous thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Now, many times He will heal us. He will. Absolutely. Physical healings, other types of healings, miracles, right? But for sure, for sure, what we're talking about there with the stripes, with His stripes, we are healed is that reunification and relationship that was severed by original sin. So one man brought in sin. Mm-hmm. Another man, God, took it out through his sacrifice. Okay, so we need to keep ourselves in step in cooperation with God. Just a few things about step six that may help you to understand what we're doing here. And hopefully, we can look at this step from a multidisciplinary um, perspective, okay, because we're looking at trauma, okay, including uh, depression, anxiety, grief, and loss. These things create unmanageability and then sanity, and we need to turn them over and write about them and confess and then work with God to heal and restore us. Do you see how it works just about for anything, really? for any type of problem, uh, any type of sin nature, anything that's going on in your life, you can utilize these steps. So codependency and addiction and trauma usually involve denial because of the tragic and painful circumstances associated with them. So, and many of us, as we talked about before, have been raised in shame-based families with all these defense mechanisms perpetuating bad behavior. Okay. Denial and distortion of the truth gives the adversary room to operate in our lives. And this is how he maintains strongholds over our lives. And this is why the steps are so important. Okay. Now everybody knows that God could just miraculously heal us or break a stronghold. And sometimes he does this. Sometimes he does, but how come he doesn't do it all the time? Or really how come he doesn't do it most of the time? Well, I'll tell you why. Cause this involves character building. He can take away the problem. Okay. But then another problem takes its place. Because we have not built the character to undergird what he's trying to do in our life. So that's why he doesn't miraculously heal us a lot of the time. One of the reasons, I'm not going to overgeneralize that because there are other reasons. And some things we'll never know because we're not God. And we're not supposed to know. And we probably couldn't handle it if we even knew it. So... He knows what we can and can't handle. Really, all we need to remember through this whole step six is that I need to fully cooperate with God's process. And God's process is just like we're laying down here. That's what they've done here. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that these 12 steps are biblical principles for living We can live out our faith. We can live our way into better thinking, okay? And this is a little bit different than maybe some therapeutic circles. Because in the beginning of psychology, before cognitive behavioral therapy, they had cognitive therapy, which was kind of like positive thinking. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not poo-pooing on that idea because there is truth to that. What a man believes he's, you know, he'll become as well. There is truth to that. But how about this? How about this? How about we start living our way and doing esteemable things, right? Service, reaching out to others, cleaning up our lives, being honest and transparent, You don't think that the good Lord will shine upon you in those moments? We better think again. He's going to operate within that realm hugely. I think even more than the way that we think because He cares about what we do. He cares how we treat each other. He cares how we treat ourselves first and foremost because we have to have self-compassion or we just burn out and we're no good to anybody. So cooperating with God is a huge part of this process. And in Alcoholics Anonymous, in the big book, they talk about this. And they say it like this. It's the sentiment of, um, yeah, it's, I'm trying to typify this the best way. It's, um, yeah, well, not only living your way into good thinking, That's not it. It's more than that. It's stepping in to the realm of surrender with God, allowing Him to help you and go through every room of your heart and allowing Him to penetrate that area. He is like a surgeon. He knows what's wrong with us, but we have to allow Him. He's a gentleman. He's not going to go in and clean up those areas of our life without our consent that's what i'm getting at that's where the cooperation is huge so i hope that's helped frame up your discussion tonight and uh, thank you so much for letting me share